You're listening to the Mile You're In podcast. Everything running related from 100 meters to 100 miles. And now here's your host, Phil Patterson Jr. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Yes, believe it or not, I'm back for another episode of the Mile You're In podcast. I know it was an unexpected break. A lot of you guys are probably shocked that I'm even back. Um, But as this episode is going to talk about, if it's meant to be, it will be. And I guess it's meant to be because here I am. You know, 2022 was full of if it's meant to be moments for me. The last episode I recorded around a half a year ago was during a time where almost my entire life was going to change. Uh, Some decisions were already being made and others were going to have to be. As I recorded that episode, as some of you may remember, towards the end, my emotions were running really strong. A side of me I'm never afraid to show, but never had been shown on the show, finally was being shown. And I remember describing how bittersweet that moment was crossing the finish line at the Octopus Ultra 100 miler. And while explaining that, my mind was thinking of many things going on in my personal life at that moment. And in that moment, I was questioning life again, not in a suicidal way, but in general, looking at everything that was happening and about to happen. I started questioning myself, like, how could one feel so successful and accomplished, but at the same time feel like such a failure and disappointment? We are almost always our own worst and toughest critics. If we're humble enough to be honest with ourselves, we know there are many areas where we could improve. There are also many areas where we can, as those of faith would say, let go and let God. Whether you're a believer, atheist, in between, whatever, I think it's safe to say that we all believe things happen for a reason and that if something is meant to be, it will be. I hold on to a quote that DMX once repeated, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back to you, it's yours. If it doesn't, it never was. After I completed the Octopus Ultra, my goal was reach. 10 100 mile finishes, it was completed. I still went and ran the Wildcat Ultra, but it became my fourth DNF. But unlike the other DNFs, this one was because I was no longer in love with what I was doing. I was extremely passionate about it, but I was losing the love for it. I've been there before, this isn't anything new, but this time around, there were a lot of tougher things I was dealing with outside of running that were hindering my ability mentally. Like, I would drive to my Sunday long runs and not even remember driving there because my mind was elsewhere buried in thoughts of everything that was going on in my life. I'd blank out at times during my runs, thinking about what was going on. Eventually, I'd snap out of it and realize that this was killing my fun and my passion for the sport. I wasn't enjoying what I was doing and it wasn't running's fault. But as I gathered everything that was going on for my mental health, I decided to step away from social media, the website, the podcasts. I mean, it was hard to walk away from something that I built for seven years. 
despite all the connections I made, the thousands of followers, hundreds of friends, I still felt lonely. Sure, like there, there were a good amount of people I could have reached out to and some I even did later on through email and other methods, but even some of those connections faded because without the daily interactions on social media, you become out of sight, out of mind. I didn't take it personally because I know I've unfortunately unfortunately done the same thing to others. It happens. But all of my social media was tied to running and knowing I wasn't in a great place personally, it made me even more depressed seeing all the happy running related posts on my feeds every day. So I had to step away and take time for myself to get through what was going on and, and to heal. But as I navigated life and the new journey that it would take me on, I was forced to make some new decisions. Each one provided its own if it's meant to be moment. Running, despite no longer having a race on the schedule, still was a huge part of my life as it helped provide that continuous escape from the stresses of the world. I found that going off the grid was helping me lock back in. I also had my goal of, a, of running 2,000 miles in a year still to chase. It was another one of those if it's meant to be moments, just one that was going to take 365 days to, to uh, determine if it was meant to be or not. One that required everything to align for a longer period of time. I had tried to reach that reach that goal many times with injuries, boredom, and other obstacles getting in, in the way. And I can proudly say that this year was it was finally meant to be. Despite all the other things going on that I could have with valid reason allowed to get in the way, I kept pushing. When the motivation was dead, the dedication was alive. When the desire was gone, the gratefulness was present. I ended up reaching the goal the last day in November and ended up finishing the year with 2,167 miles. Although I could have stopped once I reached the goal, I was now challenging myself to see how much more I could do above and beyond that goal. During this time, and this is the main reason behind this episode, an opportunity presented itself. Years ago, I entered the TGNY 100 mile lottery but I didn't get in. I moved on. I felt it wasn't meant to be and I wasn't going to keep entering. Many times in life, I, I've kept trying to do things only to be unsuccessful and the constant letdown brought depression. So when I didn't get in, I just looked for the next option elsewhere and moved on. Months ago, while having a conversation at work about New York City races, I mentioned, I mentioned this one and explained how it worked. One of the co-workers asked uh, when the race took place out of curiosity and since I couldn't remember I googled the race and clicked on the site. I noticed the race was in about like eight months or so but also in, in big bold letters the deadline for the lottery I noticed was that same night five hours away from the time it was at that moment. So my coworker joked that I should sign up. Maybe that was a sign. Maybe it was meant to be. So I said, whatever. I signed up and moved on. It was so last minute that if I didn't get in, I wouldn't be disappointed because I wouldn't have had much time to, to hope on it and dwell on it to happen. So 
the next day I got back on the site to see the lottery list and out of I think it was like 220 to 230 applicants I was dead last I was the last person to enter so you know I, I was laughing and thought there's no way I'll get in when the live drawing was approaching I didn't even feel like getting my hopes up and, and watching or checking it so you know because I'd been let down enough in life hoping for things that I had no control over and I wasn't going to let it happen again so if it was meant to be it would be right whether I watched the live video or not the outcome wouldn't be affected by that I know I can be super superstitious uh, I can't even speak <laughs> I know I could be superstitious sometimes uh, but this time I wasn't I felt at peace knowing I most likely wouldn't get in so I went to bed early I, I Didn't stress myself about it. And when I woke up, I saw some notifications on my phone So like normal you check them I, I, First one I looked at was a text from my friend saying we're going to New York and I'm like Wait a minute. So now that that made me quickly look at the other one, which was an email and it was uh, I don't remember what the subject said, but I, I wasn't sure if I got in or not. And I clicked the email and first thing it says is congratulations. And I was like, yo, I can't believe this. Like to randomly have a conversation about the race that I honestly had forgotten about. End up on the site five hours before the deadline, signing up as the last entrant, but still making it was what many of us would call a God moment. Just for everything to align the way it did was really amazing and when i sat down and thought about it was just blown away like i couldn't believe it now when i think about the race it's coming up in june whether i finish or not it was a reminder that i still am very passionate about running still in love with the ultra dis distances still intrigued in the challenge of overcoming 100 miles on foot in under 32 hours the thing dnfs taught me is that everyone fails sometimes some of us fail more than others because we take more chances. Some of us fail more because we take the wrong chances. Some of us fail more because we're afraid to take chances and staying stagnant leaves us in the position to fail. Some of us fail more because we don't prepare well enough. I've succeeded or had things go my way even though I was doubtful. I have failed and had things not go my way when I was extremely confident. So it's just reminders that if something is meant to be it will we've all applied for a job and at least like once thought if it's meant to be it'll be sometimes we do get it sometimes we don't actually most of the times we don't <laughs> i've always used examples like school success with passing exams and graduating career success like getting a job or promotions life success like successful pregnancies becoming a homeowner getting married Everything in life requires everything to align in order for it to happen the way you want it to. But you have to remember how many billions of people live on this planet. How many have the same dreams and goals as you? Even the things that seem minor or that you think you control, you have to be honest with yourself, you really don't. Like you can get a flat tire or stuck in traffic which causes you to miss an interview. The power can go out randomly while you're filling out an application causing you to miss the deadline whatever whatever 
examples I could give would just further help me explain that things are more out of our control than we'd like to think or admit. As a Bills fan, the DeMar Hamlin situation was another moment for me to realize how little control we have even of our own lives. In that moment, no matter how good he took care of his health up to that point, his life was now in the hands of the medical staff on that field. For us believers, his life was in God's hands. As of now, he's making huge strides in his recovery. He's back in, in the Buffalo hospitals and he's walking and he's breathing on his own. You know, he's getting closer day by day. But while he laid on that field, I prayed for him to be okay. But deep down inside, I knew whatever happened was going to happen because it was meant to be. As hard as that sounds and as hard as that is to swallow, we have to realize it is true. It reminded me of when I was sitting in the hospital while my firstborn was going through a stillbirth. There wasn't anything I could do in that moment to change the outcome. I, I can look back now and say it was meant to be. It doesn't make it any better, but time heals wounds and I learned that it happened for a reason. It saved my next child's life and made me a more grateful father than I probably would have been if the first pregnancy was successful. I was Baker acted years ago instead of committing suicide. I was in a place I didn't want to be, but I looked back and realized it changed me for the best. It made me the better person and father I needed to be. Had I committed suicide, I wouldn't be here for my son. I've lost friends, I've lost family members, but I'm noticing the growth in my life without them. I've left jobs where I was uncomfortable for tougher ones to see the financial and knowledge benefits. Life will continue to be for all of us constant moments of making decisions, almost all of them being decisions that we won't have control over the final outcome. We walk by faith that the, the decisions we make will go our way, although knowing that they may not and that some chances are more that some chances are more unlikely than others, we still have faith and confidence, so we take the chance. We are constantly living life by if it's meant to be decisions, whether we realize it or not. My hope is that this encourages you to find the positive and what you originally saw as a negative. What good came out of you not getting what you thought was better for you? What can you be grateful for despite things not going the way you prayed it to? Never be afraid to take chances because you truly never know. Obviously, it's best to be as smart as possible when decisions are a risk for you, your physical health, mental health, financial wealth, but don't hold yourself back because of fear. Have faith, be hopeful, and know that if it's meant to be, it will be. And if it doesn't, it, it just means there's something else out there for you. You just haven't found it yet. And that just may be better for you than what you originally hoped for. Sometimes we get mad at life or for the believers at God because we think because things didn't go our way that it's not fair or we're not, I don't know, however you want to look at that, but think, look at it this way. That's our plan. That's not life's plan. That's not God's plan. Yes, in a perfect world, we'd have full control over what happens in our life. But how would that work when there are billions of other people 
that feel the same way. There has to be some sort of order and control. And we all know this is far from a perfect world. Plus, then there's the opinion of what perfect means to each person. Ask random people what their ideal American dream is and you'll get a lot of different answers. So I say this to remind you that you can do everything you believe is right only for things to go what you consider to be wrong. When one door closes, another door opens. We must never stop trying. Learn what we can from the failures and cherish the successes. Reminding ourselves in everything we want, if it's meant to be, it will be. Thanks for listening to the Mile Your End podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure to like, share, and subscribe.